In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. The Berrien County Sheriff's Appointment Committee has reviewed the applications of those people applying to serve the remaining term of Berrien County Sheriff Paul Bailey. Bailey is retiring at the end of the year, leaving a year before the next election. Five people have applied for the interim role, and after initial review, the committee decided all five will receive an interview. Berrien County Prosecutor Steve Perangeli chairs the appointment committee and says each interview will start with Q&A during an hour session. It will be started with a 45-question-answer session with the interviewee, followed by discussion among committee members. After the interviewing is done, the committee will uh, deliberate and make a decision and appoint a new sheriff at that time. Four of the five candidates are currently serving in the Berrien County Sheriff's Office. One is from out of state. The five applying for the role are Lieutenant Thomas Dyer of Niles, Jeffrey Gorley of Miramar, Florida, Under Sheriff Chuck Hyde of New Buffalo, Lieutenant Roger Johnson of St. Joseph, and Deputy Jason Long of Berrien Springs. The interviews will be open to the public and will be held on November 22nd. Congressman Tim Wahlberg says he wouldn't support the censure of a House colleague just because he disagrees with their opinions. The House on Wednesday tabled a censor resolution against Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib over her remarks on Israel. It was introduced by Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who called a pro-Palestinian protest at the Capitol this week an insurrection. Tlaib took part in that protest. Before the vote to table Wednesday, Wahlberg told us he spoke to Tlaib and she denied entering any restricted areas during that protest. If she didn't do that, then I will stand against her being censored. Regardless of what I think about her speech, she deserves the First Amendment liberties just like me. Wahlberg says the rhetoric over Israel is overcharged, but given that Tlaib has family in the West Bank, he can understand why she might not be a fan of Israel. Either way, he can't police your speech. The First Amendment protects us all, and when we take it away from one, we potentially take it away from another. In response to Green's censure resolution against Tlaib, Democrats filed a censure motion against Green, citing a whole host of reasons. The House on Wednesday tabled the Tlaib resolution while the resolution to censure Green was withdrawn. Wahlberg says both were the right decisions. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is pushing for a passage of a green energy plan that some are calling a Green New Deal on the state. On Wednesday, her office released a promotional video in which Whitmer says proposals outlined in her What's Next address will grow the state's economy by shifting to renewable energy sources. By implementing our climate plan, we'll save families $5.5 billion in health, household energy costs by 2050. We'll create 160,000 jobs and bring home $14.7 billion of federal funding back home to Michigan. Democratic lawmakers are aiming to get several energy bills approved before the end of the session, which will be in the next week or so. The plans include requiring Michigan to get 100% of its energy sources from carbon-free sources by 2040. Those sources would include solar, wind, nuclear, and hydropower. There are benchmarks the state would have to meet between now and the 2040 deadline. State Representative Pauline Wenzel has slammed the proposal, saying if the state relies on intermittent sources of energy, it will face grid instability. Lake Michigan College has reached a new transfer agreement with Western Michigan University for its exercise science program. Dr. John Beck is chair of the LMC Department of Natural Science, Exercise Science, and Wellness. He tells us the new agreement will enable students in the exercise science program to earn credits or an associate's degree at LMC and then move on to WMU without having to retake any classes. 
students will now have a very clearly defined transfer pathway between Lake Michigan College and one of our largest transfer partners. And Western Michigan University also has an excellent exercise science program. And we see a lot of our students already transferring to Western for multiple programs. And this just gives them another option. The exercise science program is new, just having launched this year. Beck says the college wanted to make sure right away students would have a solid transfer option. He says the program is off to a good start, being nearly full and with four students majoring in exercise science. And seatbelt use in Michigan has been going down for the past few years. Michigan State Police First Lieutenant Dwayne Robinson out of the Paw Paw Post tells us data released this week shows the state's seatbelt use rate in 2023 is down a half percent from 2022 and down two percent from 2019. The rates in southwest Michigan mirror the state's numbers. We're just under 90%. State average is about 90%, so we're just about right there. But we're not happy with the dip over the past few years, understanding that with every percentage decrease, we know that lives are lost as a result. Robinson says as a state police trooper, he has seen what can happen in a crash when someone isn't buckled up. Not wearing a seatbelt is a primary offense, meaning police can pull you over for it. The ticket is $65. We write a fair amount of tickets. Like with any violations that we see out, our primary goal is to educate the public. The seatbelt being one of the most important devices, tools that we have to save lives. Robinson says it only takes a second to buckle up, and it could save your life. The Michigan Office of Highway Safety Planning says every 1% increase in the seatbelt use rate means an estimated 10 fewer traffic deaths and 100 fewer serious injuries. In 2023, Berrien County's seatbelt use rate was 88.9%. Van Buren County was higher at 90.1%, while Cass County was at 92.6%. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.